Hello, and welcome to The Skin You're In. Pun intended. I'm Joan O'Brien. I am an aesthetic clinician based out of Amherst, New Hampshire at Releve Medical Aesthetics, and I will be your host. Today, I'm gonna share with you my mission here at The Skin You're In, as well as a little bit about my mission at Releve Medical Aesthetics. I'm gonna um, talk about who might be really interested in this, how you can find it or where you can find it, and how you can participate. Ask your questions and um, let this show really serve you as you try to um, explore the aesthetic world. And finally, I'm going to share a little bit about my story, my personal story, and how aesthetics has changed my life. The mission here at The Skin You're In is to empower you to make educated decisions about aesthetic treatments. I'm going to endeavor to give you non-biased, complete information so that you can decide if having treatments is right for you. I also want to try to break down a little bit of the stigma around having aesthetic treatments. So there's going to be a lot of storytelling. I'm going to invite um, clients of myself as well as um, people who have had treatments elsewhere to just share their story about what treatments they had, how did they decide to have treatments, and um, what was their experience? How did that change their life? Because I think what you'll find is that aesthetics frees you up to be who you really want to be, and it's not so much about having big lips or duck lips or looking perfect or any of that. It's about loving yourself and loving your body and feeling proud when you walk out the door. So that's my mission. My audience is anyone who's interested in aesthetic treatments, who has questions about it, or um, who's considering having treatments, considering having different treatments. So if that's something that you're interested in, stick around. This show is gonna be available on YouTube as a video show. It'll also be available on Spotify as a video podcast, and then on other podcast platforms as an audio podcast. So you can listen wherever it's convenient for you. So to tell you my story, I'm going to rewind to before I had kids. I have two kids. They're eight and uh, six girls. And before I had kids, I by no means thought that I was like amazingly beautiful, but I was always comfortable with myself and comfortable with my body. I didn't um, I didn't have anything that really bothered me. I didn't I didn't worry about it or honestly think about it all that much. I kind of just did. I, I would dress myself till I felt great and then I'd go out and live my life. Once I had kids, my oldest, um, once my oldest was born, I suffered pretty significantly from postpartum anxiety and depression. And that started a series of about four or five years of really surviving, not thriving. I had no energy or physical or otherwise to put into my appearance. And I just really didn't care. It didn't even bother me. I, I just didn't care. I remember my youngest was probably under one. She was in baby and I had these jeans that I absolutely loved. They were so comfortable. They were soft. They were not too long, which is like really hard for me to find. I'm five foot three, but I have a long torso. So it's really hard for me to find jeans that aren't too long. I loved these jeans. They were so incredibly comfortable. And I remember knowing at the time that they looked so bad. I looked so bad. 
But I didn't care. I didn't care because I was like, I, I don't even care. I'm just surviving. I have clothes on. That is all that matters. It was basically like, am I clean and am I dressed? And that's all that matters. Um, and looking back now, even when I look at pictures, I'm not like surprised or shocked. Oh, oh my gosh, I look terrible. I'm like, yep, I look terrible. I knew I looked terrible at the time, but I did not care. I didn't have the energy to care. Um, fast forward to my youngest being about five years old and um, I was like, okay, I have a little space to breathe now. I feel a little bit more like myself again. I'd kind of crawled out from underneath, you know, the, the, what to me was a crushing weight of motherhood and trying to figure out how to be a mom. And I was ready to put myself together a little bit more. Um, at this time I was in my mid thirties and starting to see some effects of aging. Um, the biggest thing to me that bothered me the most was the dark circles under my eyes. I had it was like so blue. It looked like somebody took a blue highlighter and drew a line um, under my eye. And I was like, I look awful. Um, I couldn't cover it with makeup because it just, the makeup would gather in the, in the creases and it just never looked good or right. And uh, that was when I really started to be like, oh, I, I don't like the way that I look. I feel like, I feel like I don't look my best. Um, so I started to get curious about aesthetic treatments at the same time during COVID, um, I'm working in a hospital as a nurse anesthetist and just really started to feel a little bit dragged down by hospital based medicine. It became very impersonal. We were trying to be as efficient as possible, trying to spend as little time as possible in patient care areas because of the risks of spreading COVID. We were wearing really tight fitting um, N95 masks. It was hard to communicate through. And I lost that personal connection that I had always enjoyed with my patients. Um, so I started to look into being able to provide a different service, aesthetic treatments to other people. I hemmed and hawed for a long time because actually aesthetic treatments at the time when I, when I, before I started, or even maybe when I first started, I felt, or I worried that they were not aligned with my personal values. Um, specifically, I felt that I, my personal values were to be confident and to love your body and love yourself and love the skin you're in. Um, and kind of not be obsessed about looking perfect or any of that. And I felt that having aesthetic treatments was not aligned with those values. I worried as a lot of people do about what it would look like to my kids if I was having aesthetic treatments. Um, and I, I, it really weighed me down, but in the end I decided to try it and go for it and take the course and learn about how to do it. And I thought, you know, if at any point this is not feeling right, I'll just stop. So in September or November of 2021, I went for a three-day training course with a considerable amount of didactic beforehand. It was very thorough. Um, I felt really good about the, the education and the preparation that I had to begin doing treatments. And I started out um, and I, I actually got my, my own first treatments at the training course. So um I definitely immediately saw the benefit in my under eyes. 
Um, cheek filler is amazing. It, it it's incredible. It it just like erases that tired look. People who are like, I feel tired. Cheek filler. It's the most amazing thing. Um, and I definitely left being like, wow, okay. I, I mean, I definitely feel like I look better, but I don't, I certainly don't look overdone and I don't even look that, that different. Like nobody would really notice. Um, I had some bruising and some swelling, which is totally normal and expected, but it was the weekend before Thanksgiving and I knew I was going to see my sister and I, I felt, I, I don't know, my sister will probably listen to this and tell me, I sensed that she had some reservations as to whether or not this was like a good idea. And so I saw her at Thanksgiving and I was like, already, I said, okay, like, do we need to talk about this? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, you know, my face, I, I had treatments. She was like, oh, really? I, I didn't even notice. She didn't even notice. And I, I had bruising, which I had like sort of covered up with makeup, but not that well. So it, it really solidified to me that like, wow, this is subtle. I don't, it's not that obvious. I certainly could have more treatment later on if I wanted to go in a stepwise fashion, but it didn't, I didn't feel like I had betrayed myself in any way by getting a treatment. I felt like I still looked like me. I still looked natural and I, and I felt better. I felt more confident about myself. So then I began seeing patients and patients would come in and everybody says, I don't want to look overdone and I don't want to make you look overdone. I tell everyone. Um, and I began to see patients who would come in and really share their insecurities. Um, I've had clients who had massive weight loss following weight loss surgery and they have, um, real, gaunt look to your face. You, some people can experience fat wasting on the face that leaves you looking gaunt. And I would give them a treatment and they, you know, one woman I remember in particular, she like burst into tears. She was so happy. She felt like she looked so amazing. Um, I've had clients who, again, with small children and they're just like, I just feel like I look tired all the time. And I give them a treatment and they're like, wow, I feel amazing. Um, and I began starting to ask patients, like, has this, I mean, it sounds kind of funny, but like, has this changed your life? And I got, the response that I got was amazing. Like, yes, absolutely. I feel amazing. So that really kind of quieted some of my fears about um, aesthetic treatments being in, not congruous with my values, because I feel like my values are to love people and love others and inspire others to live like their most amazing life. And quite honestly, the way that we look really matters. The way that we feel about the way that we look really matters. Um, we all know that when we're dressed, you know, when we feel like we're put together and our hair looks nice, we go out the door and we feel different than when we roll out of bed with PJ pants on. I mean, it, it's just... It, it does matter. How we look does matter. And that's okay. Um, I certainly recognize that there are ways to use aesthetic treatments that are not healthy or helpful, but I I've come to the point where I really see that that is also possible. It's, it's possible to use lots of things in unhealthy ways, alcohol, food, exercise, even, um, and that partly is my role as an aesthetic clinician is to help my clients determine like, where is that line? Are, are you, are we trying to chase something that's never going to be achievable? Or are we trying to build your self-confidence to help you go out and live your best life? 
So now um, it's about one year later. I've had multiple treatments since my own first treatment. I really do feel so beautiful. I feel so confident. Um, I do not feel overdone. I feel, um, I like that I don't need to wear makeup because my skin surface is better. Um, you know, when you, when you start talking about tr different treatments, there's treatments that contour the face, there are treatments that deal with wrinkles, but then the skin surface plays a huge role in what you see when you look in the mirror. If it's uneven coloring or just dull or rough or pore sizes large, um, just my skin surface feels so healthy and so, um, I, I feel great about my skin that I don't wear makeup and, um, I feel confident about myself and I do, it, it, it's, it can be hard to pull out a little bit because I am an aesthetic clinician, but I do feel so inspired to help other people feel great about themselves and go out into the world and, and live like big, bold lives because they feel great about themselves. So that is my story and about how my aesthetic treatments have changed my life. I hope to share so many more of these types of stories with you because um, it's actually really beautiful that something so simple like wrinkle relaxers can change your life, but they really can. So will you please join me on this journey? Um, please DM message, comment, let me know what do you want to hear about? What do you want to learn about? Some topics that I have to start out with early on are things like botulinum toxins. Um, and I am going to have a co-host for each one of these episodes. It won't just be me talking alone, but I want to have a co-host that's either myself and a patient or myself and another clinician to just give some well-rounded, um, multiple perspectives on each treatment. We're going to talk about the risks and the benefits and how they work and what kind of things they might treat to help give you some information so that no matter where you are in the world, you can um, bring some of that knowledge to a clinician and say, here's what I'm thinking about, what, what more information, and, and to really give you the tools to determine if a clinician is right for you and if a treatment is right for you. So I'm excited to start off this journey with you. Please come back in two weeks to hear more.